Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm pleased to have David Shea on the line from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Good morning, David. Good morning. And we're going to talk about the flu season today, and we'll get there in just a moment. But David, would you mind telling us a little bit about what you do for the CDC? Sure. I'm a medical officer in the influenza division where I've worked for quite a few years. Okay. So therefore, you definitely know your thing about the flu. Uh, Last year was a very long flu season. Do you expect the same this year? That's a great question. We really cannot predict how long or short a flu season will be this year based on last year's experience. But you're correct. It was a long season, much longer than usual last season. Um, Most important thing to keep in mind is that it's October. This is the best time to get your flu vaccine, and a flu vaccination is the best way to prevent um, people from getting the flu and from getting very sick from the flu. Sure. Do you recommend that everyone get a flu shot? Everybody six months age, age six months and older is recommended to get a flu vaccine okay. this year. And I take it flu vaccine is the preferred term to flu shot. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> um, just because it's more descriptive and because there is a preparation available, the live attenuated influenza vaccine or the nasal spray is actually right. not a shot. Right. So yes, so flu vaccine is better to call it that than flu shot. Gotcha. So what vaccines are available this season? There's a wide variety of vaccines available. Um, I think two things to, to emphasize is, one, there are a couple of vaccinations, a high-dose vaccine and an adjuvanted vaccine that are specifically targeted to older people, age 65 and above. Those are the people who, um, ha- in terms of complicated illnesses and, and deaths from the flu, are at the highest risk. And they're also the group that tends to respond less well to the traditional uh, flu vaccines. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're excited to have a couple of preparations available for that age group. And again, for younger people, particularly children, the, um, there's a f- vaccine available, the live attenuated vaccine, this nasal spray vaccine, that doesn't require a shot for those people who prefer not to receive a shot in their arm. <laughs> I'm okay as long as I don't watch, then I can handle it. <laughs> That's good advice. Yes, indeed. Um, David, talk to us about how we can protect ourselves against the flu uh, vaccine or no vaccine, you know? Right. Well, I mean, if you, again, the best way to protect yourself is to get, um, to, to get a flu vaccine. Um, you know, I mean, think of the other information that's available to, pre- to protect people, not just against the flu, but from other respiratory pathogens. It's really common sense stuff you learned in kindergarten or your grandma told you. Mm-hmm. You know, try to avoid contact with people while they're actively sick. If you're sick, try to limit your contact with others as much as possible, including staying away from school if you're a kid, and if it's possible, staying away from work if you're an adult. Um, cover your nose and your mouth with a tissue when you cough or sneeze and throw the tissue in the trash when you're done, you know, wash your hands with soap and water for, or use an alcohol-based hand rub if you have that available and you don't have soap and water available. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I'm bad at this, but try to avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth yeah. um, if you're around sick people. But, I mean, I'm an eye rubber, so I find that difficult. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, but, I mean, but again, that type of common sense, stuff can help prevent the spread of any kind of a respiratory pathogen during the winter season. Mm -hmm. When we look at last year and, uh, you know, again, it was a really long season last year. What do you think some of the contributing factors for that were? Well, that's a great question. And unfortunately, we really don't have enough information available yet to let us predict those type of things or what specifically might be associated, whether it's 
differences in the viruses that are in circulation, how they get here, probably has something to do with past exposures of people in the communities as a whole, you know, sort of the population level immunity to flu and to recent viruses that have been going around. Um, probably depends a little bit on um, other conditions with other diseases that we're not sort of totally understand how these uh, all, all, how all these uh, viruses are related to each other and how they may circulate in communities. But it's a great question, and we don't really know that much um, sure. about why, for example, some seasons are more severe than others. Mm. And there's more than one flu virus, correct? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, there's there, there are two broad types of flu viruses, influenza A viruses and influenza B viruses. Okay. Um, and there's... a sort of two important components in each one of those. There's for the B, there's a group of viruses called Yamagata, and there's a group of viruses called Victoria. Um, B viruses um, evolve more slowly over time than the influenza A viruses. So, for example, influenza A viruses are the only ones that can cause pandemics because they're the only ones that can make these rapid shifts oh, wow. in their antigenicity that are required to, to, uh, to generate a, a pandemic, a virus with pandemic potential. Hmm. And then... So we have an H1N1 virus that will be circulating this year. That's related uh, most closely to the last pandemic virus. And we have an H3N2 virus that will be likely in circulation. And particularly in older folks, that's the virus that we worry the most about because H3N2 viruses are tend to be more associated with severe outcomes, particularly in older people. So the people who end up in you know hospitals or intensive care units, that's often... Um, that's often the case. They've been infected with one of these particular types of viruses. Mm, wow. Uh, I mean, there's so much to know. I mean, clearly the best advice, as you're saying, go get a flu vaccine. Uh, where can people learn about more information if they should? Sure, that? sure. Yeah. There's a wealth of information available on our website CD, at cdc.gov. Um, and I'll say it's better organized this year, I think. And it's also, mm. there's information that's specifically targeted towards like general public, towards healthcare providers, if they have questions. Um, to, to help you locate where you might want to um, find a flu shot in your area or flu vaccine, excuse me, um, and uh, for messaging that might be appropriate, for example, for schools or long-term care facilities or um, community centers and things like that. All right. David Shea, any last thoughts about the flu before we have to say goodbye? No, only that it's October and uh, it's the beginning of the flu that. that flu season, so this is a perfect time to get your vaccination or your shot. Wonderful. David Shea from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. What a pleasure to speak with you about the flu, and hopefully we'll all stay well this winter. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you.